Tune in every Wednesday at approximately 6.35 p.m. for Leadership Unlearned with your host, Maxine Atong, as she invites you to suspend all that you believe and know about leadership. We challenge you to take this unlearning journey with us as we reframe leadership for our reality and to serve our vision as Caribbean people. For more information, follow Maxine Atong on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram at Maxine Atong or call 724-7642. Welcome to Leadership Unlearned. In this program, we invite you, the listener, to suspend all that you believe and know about leadership. We will examine and discuss leadership as it occurs on three levels of system. One, on an individual level, the self. Two, as it relates to teams that you lead. And three, as it relates to leading within a larger system, for example, within an organization. We challenge you to take this unlearning journey with us as we reframe leadership for our reality and to serve our vision as Caribbean people. I am your host, Maxine Atong. I partner with leaders bogged down by operational issues to create highly effective self-managing teams so that leaders can deliver more on strategic intentions. I am a gestalt trained certified professional facilitator, a PCC level executive coach and an organizational development consultant who leverages her 20 plus years of organizational excellence to serve the needs of leaders and their teams. After last week's program, I received the gift of feedback from Royal Anton Beresford Sylvester from Labre. He shared, Maxine, this is the second time that I'm listening to your program. Today's program was excellent, very pertinent and factual. I am sorry that I didn't get some of these nuggets when I was a department head. Thank you, Royal, for this feedback. And if you want to send me feedback, please do so. You can send me on Facebook, on Instagram or on LinkedIn at Maxine Atong or 724-7642. Send me a WhatsApp. Today, we are going to examine the why of failure and what causes it. A quick reminder, last week I defined obvious failure and insidious failure. The obvious failure occurs when the leader does not deliver on the expectations of the organizations. The other type of failure, the insidious failure, this is a failure that is unfolding in a very subtle way but with very harmful effects. These leaders may be hitting all targets, following all policies and procedures while leaving a trail of destruction in their teams. When I thought about these two types of failures, I realized that they are about complacency. Complacency means showing smug or uncritical satisfaction with oneself or one's achievements. Complacency is a dis-ease of the ego. I have failed before and it was absolutely the result of being complacent. In one of my early jobs as an internal auditor, I was given a horrible performance evaluation. I did not bill enough hours from internal clients and some of the work that had been set for me, I had clearly failed to deliver on. I had obviously failed and in retrospect, I was being complacent. As a junior auditor, I was paired with a senior auditor. When we got on a job, the senior would come over at lunchtime and say, let's go for lunch. I hopped into his car and away we would go. Sometimes his wife would cook and have us over for lunch, and sometimes we would be traipsing around selling tickets for his upcoming concert. This, by the way, is a true story. In that instance, I relied on the fact that my senior always covered for me in the past, until the day that he no longer could or chose not to. I had used my past experiences with him to determine the current situation and had grown complacent about my job. Some leaders do exactly this. 
they assume that past successes guarantee the present success. They assume that past success guarantees the present success and sometimes they do not work as smartly or as effectively to get results in the present. They ride on their own coattails and use the strength of their resume, their previous experiences and achievements to assume that they will achieve success in the present. These leaders do not work as diligently as they may have worked before attaining a leadership position. Some say that they have paid their dues and no longer need to work the long hours or as hard as they did to get to where they are now. Sometimes leaders refuse to retool. They refuse to learn new technologies or to develop more competencies because they think that they have had enough and done enough. They sometimes think that they have all the experience, all the training that they need and that they have reached where they are going. To these leaders, I always ask, if you were to apply for your job today, are you qualified and experienced enough to get the position? Here's an exercise for all of us. Next time you see an ad for a job that is similar to the one you hold right now, review the job requirements, the skills that are being required, and see if you meet the criteria. To those of you that do meet the criteria, congratulations. To, to those of you who didn't meet the criteria, this may be a wake-up call. We can think of this another way. If your boss was to give you an honest recommendation based on your current performance, what will that look like? Obvious failures often are a sign that there is room to retool or to pay more attention to the quality of work that is being put out. While leaders do not need to excel at everything, we need to have a working knowledge so that we can support our teams and we can ask great questions of our teams. If you are a leader in charge of an area that is not your forte, then all is not lost. Review your team members and identify the technical experts in your team. Share your leadership with these people, making it clear to your team that these are the subject matter experts for technical assistance. Leaders with insidious failures also suffer from complacency, a disease of the ego. When I asked my team to work over 24 hours on a project, I was being complacent. I am a can-do person. I am proud of what I do and what I have achieved. I love a challenge and sometimes that pride crosses over into smugness as well as not critically examining my actions. When I only thought of me achieving this ridiculous challenge of completing a project with an improbable deadline, I was being complacent. I was only thinking about myself and wanted to push myself to the limit without a thought about what would happen to my team. The leaders who are not supportive of their teams or make ridiculous demands are in their own way being complacent. They are being smug or they are satisfied with their selves or their achievements without examining the effects that they have on their teams. When we as leaders operate on a premise that if we can do it, then our teams can do it, we are being complacent. When we ignore the feedback from our team members and continue to act without acknowledgement that we are failing our teams, we are being complacent. When we ignore the dysfunction in our teams, when we only serve our own intentions, we are being complacent. In other words, insidious failure results from leaders not self-examining themselves, their actions, or their impacts on their team. What is the cure for such leaders? These leaders need to increase their level of awareness. They need to learn to be more observant of what is happening in their team. These leaders also may need to work on their ability to receive non-verbal feedback and their level of understanding of what it means. They may need to work with a coach to increase their level of self-awareness so that they can pick up on these clues. Leaders who fail insidiously are often ego-driven. They think only of themselves and do not see themselves as part of a team. 
they set up an adversarial position in which it is leader versus the team. Hence, when they have to make decisions, they usually make decisions in service of themselves and to promote themselves and not in service of the team. This is also complacent behavior. Some leaders often have great pride in themselves and the work that they do and have racked up countless achievements. It is their pride that propels them to achieve greatness and it is that pride that makes it difficult for them to really see themselves and their behavior. Very often team members get frustrated by the fact that their leader is feeling. A leader who feels means that the team is feeling. Team members know that under these leaders it is difficult to secure bonuses, that they will be bypassed for promotions and that a team will be either maligned or pitied by other teams. Team members lose hope with each insidious or obvious leadership failure. Very often team members complain bitterly about these leaders and wonder how these leaders retain their positions even though they have left a trail of destruction behind. Team members may wonder who is protecting that leader and why it is that he or she has not yet been fired. To team members who are in these positions, you have my empathy. I have been there before and it is a painful and unrewarding position to be in. I think the team members suffer in these scenarios because there is an expectation of fairness and a fair play. This expectation grows when organizations have core value words like honesty and integrity or justice emblazoned in their core values or value statements. Team members, I can tell you this for free. Life is not a meritocracy. People do not always get what you think that they deserve. We don't always get what we deserve and we need to be comfortable with that. Organizations do not always uphold the laws of cause and effect. Sometimes there is no impetus to fix anything that is broken. The sooner that you understand and accept that life is not a meritocracy, the less that the failure of the leader will bother you. Unfortunately, their feelings will always impact upon you. For those of us who are not in organizations, we can ask ourselves, is my obvious failure to achieve my personal ambitions because of complacency? Do I let my past successes cloud the fact that I needed to try a different approach? Where and in what way am I feeling my family, my community or my country? Am I leading with my pride or from a place that once I succeed, then who cares about the others? Is your success leaving a trail of destruction behind? Thank you for joining the program today. Look out for information on our fourth edition of the Gestalt Leadership Seminar. Our theme this year is Leading with Compassion, and we have a great lineup of awesome speakers. I would love to hear what you think about the program. Follow me on Facebook at Maxine Atong. Connect with me on LinkedIn or on Instagram at Maxine Atong. You can also send me a WhatsApp on 724-7642. Thank you for listening. My intention for this show is to fuel your leadership spark so that together we can bring change to the systems that we live in. Thank you. Tune in every Wednesday at approximately 6.35 p.m. for Leadership Unlearned with your host, Maxine Atong, as she invites you to suspend all that you believe and know about leadership. We challenge you to take this unlearning journey with us as we reframe leadership for our reality and to serve our vision as Caribbean people. For more information, follow Maxine Atong on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram at Maxine Atong or call 724-7642.